started on time today, Jim. Well, we already didn't do that. <laughs> well, it depends which country's time frame we're using. Is it, a, we're on is it 11 o'clock time, somewhere? <laughs> that's, that's right. It's 11.09 right now. You're telling me it's, it's 11 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> that's right. It's 11 o'clock somewhere, Jared. <laughs> Does that mean I can get out my Jameson? Oh, my gosh. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about what the Germans like to call Pünktlichkeit, which is being punctual. And uh, we're going to be talking about how it's perceived in different countries around the world and also what time frames are acceptable or unacceptable. So if you're planning on going to a party in Spain or if you need uh, to go to your business meeting in China or if... Uh, you know, you're deciding to meet up with your friends at a beer garden in Germany. We'll give you some tips and tricks on how to uh, be punctual depending on the country where you're visiting. So without further ado, I could not do this without my co-host, my good buddy. What's going on, Jared? Hey, dude. I had a moment. I had a punctual punctuality moment just the other day that I found kind of not embarrassing. It wasn't embarrassing, but I'm like, of course, this would happen to me. So as you know, I'm now a professional soccer player. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm now a soccer player. I play with people, not just by myself. Um, and the first time we played, it was at six o'clock. And this time it said 530 on the email. And I'm like, oh, OK, I guess they're doing it earlier this week. But I think he was, last time he said 6 o'clock, but get there 15 to 20 minutes early. This time, I guess he was just saying, get there, um, you know, 5.30 is the is like, we're starting at 6, but get there at 5.30, and he just said 5.30. Right. Yeah, you can warm up. It makes sense. Sure, sure, I sure. It. But I thought just the, uh, the time in itself was earlier. So I thought everyone okay. was starting at 5.30, so I got there at 5, like at five. 15. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, huh, no one's here. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, I wonder if they meant six. And I was like 20 minutes away from home. And I'm like, I'm not going to drive home. And I was right. like, all right, I guess I'm just going to wait around for 45 minutes. <laughs> and I just. So did people show up at 530? Yeah. Well, people kind of started okay. starting up at like 535, 540. And we okay. started at six like usual. And I'm like, well, how did I become the fool in this? Because it said 5.30 on the thing, and I'm the only one that showed up early. Right. And I just sat on a park bench listening to a podcast for 40 nice. minutes by myself, uh, waiting. I'm surprised you didn't warm up a little bit. Um, Do a couple laps. Yeah, I thought about it. But, uh, you know, I warmed up when when people got... Like, I started... I warmed up with people when they got there, so... You know, I, I don't have enough. I don't have enough energy in me to warm up early before everyone else gets. I'm going to burn through a good forty percent of my <laughs> reserve of energy for that afternoon. <laughs> That's fair. I will say I this. I didn't think about that. That's fair. Uh, this is the next. This is the second time I've played with these people. Uh, I came out of it this time not limping, so that's good news. There we go. Uh, Progress. <laughs> nice. Walking. Uh, I mean, I definitely could feel it, but I was, my body was in one piece. So I'm glad you mentioned soccer today, Jared, because there's two soccer-related things that I would like to discuss at the top of the pod before we get into uh, all of our other great stuff like the Untranslatables and the main topic for today. One of those is I want to give a special shout-out uh, to my nephew, uh, Jared, because he scored the first goal for his soccer team nice. uh, yesterday. It's a good feeling. And, uh so, uh, so it was. So it they was scored awesome. multiple so, goals. You're saying? Did they win? It seems like. Uh, unfortunately, not. Okay. The the results were not as uh, as desired. But 
You know, they they fought hard and they played well for the most part, but the other teams just had a couple couple stronger shooters, I think. But uh I mean, yeah, it if was you lose, it was cool though. A, a, at least scoring a goal is 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 a good consolation, I would say. Yep. Well, it was cool. Apparently, uh so his team They've only had a couple of practices because it's a really, really early in the soccer season. You know, we're still in August, mm-hmm. and uh, this was actually their f- their first game ever as this new team. Mm-hmm. And he plays on like a traveling team, so it's it's a, I think a couple new kids. And so, anyways, it was uh, it was fun to watch though. Some of those kids, Jared, can really kick the ball. Oh yeah, um, you know we're talking about like we're talking like eleven, twelve year olds, dude. Okay, and- so they're starting to make that so like a change into. Um- like with like real muscles and stuff, yeah, and like real shots and, and headers. They can do headers now. They can curve oh, the I ball. I didn't see any slide tackles. Uh-huh. That's impressive. That's impressive. I mean, my nephew can curve it. He's, okay, he's a pretty talented soccer player. Okay. So I want to give him a shout out because he just made me a very proud uncle yesterday. So, yeah. Uh, so that was that was pretty cool, dude. The other, it's this isn't really a shout out, but I we had to talk about it, Jerry. Oh yeah, it's like the news <laughs> of the soccer world, and this probably isn't really news anymore. But Messi to PSG, man, mm-hmm. it is just so crazy. Yeah, seventeen seasons at Barcelona. Do you know how like much they're paying? Thirty-five trove. Uh, like how much his actually, contract was? Oh, I should have saved the article. There was an article from one of the German. Uh, I'm I'm a soccer snob, I guess, Jared, because the only soccer sources I really follow are all German. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Um, I was like, why is Chad always sending me these headlines in German? It's like, who are you? Yep, and <laughs> that's why. That's why, dude. I found my, it. My this soccer is... alter ego is uh, German. Unfortunately, guess, but... it's not from your German sites. This is this is from Sporting News. I'm assuming it's British or something. I'll take it. I don't know where it's from, but anyway. Uh, it's a done deal. Free agent superstar Lionel Messi has... Uh, joined French side Paris Saint-Germain in the most high-profile player move of the summer in Europe. Reports say that Messi's two-year contract with PSG gives him a 41 million annual net salary. Jesus Christ! I thought that was for the two years at first. (laughs) That's per year. Yeah, 41. So that's 82 million. Oh, my gosh. After two seasons. He probably also got some level of signing bonus and shit, too. Right. Um, You know what's crazy, though, Jared? Oh, including bonuses, that says. I read that Barcelona still owes him. I guess they owe him a bunch of money as well. Um, like that was one of the reasons, I guess, why like, they owe him money. The, How does that work? They still owe him, I guess, about oh, 30 for like or 40 the end of million, his contract. I guess or something. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking. Sorry, I was listening to you, but also trying to see if they mentioned anything about that in the article. I, I don't see it. They owe him. Oh, here, here. Well, maybe here it is. Um, what was Messi's salary? Okay, no, they don't say anything about the, him. I'm not saying it's not. Oh, oh, Portuguese. Nope, nope. I don't see anything about that. Okay. But I'm not. You know, I, I, this Either is some way, shitty American million per sport, year sport is website. crazy. Maybe I need to go to the German sites and they'll give you the real facts. Yeah, um, that is wild. That is wild. I mean, it it, it had to be something crazy, of course, but um. Right. It, it, I I think um it seems like um it seems like he's happy. It seems like he he was ready to leave years ago. Right. Not to be that guy, Jared, but uh you you can prove it and a couple of my other buddies can prove it. I called it. You did right call when it. I had heard right when I heard that things at Barcelona were kind of going down the tubes. I was like, "All right, it's going to be PSG or maybe maybe Manchester City." It's weird because there are really only Yeah, that like I'm not a big soccer aficionado, but like 
even I was like, it's probably going to be Man City or PSG. I, I wasn't as committed to it being PSG as you as you were, so I'm not going to say I called it or anything. But I don't know why. Like, there's only like it really did only seem like there were like two or maybe three options that he'd actually go to, and everyone just knew right, right away. I, it's very interesting. Well, yeah, because I highly doubt, I hate to say this as much as I love the Bundesliga, I highly doubt he'd go to Germany. Like, Bayern Munich wouldn't pay him that salary. Mm. There's there's no way. Yeah, you um, don't think he'd go to Wolfsburg? <laughs> <laughs> Pro- probably not. The only other thing that I was thinking could be an option, Jared, would be maybe a club in Italy. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. It would be crazy to see him at Juventus with Christie. That wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. You don't think so? No, I couldn't. No, I feel like that. I feel like, you know, Christian and Messi are are so much like players, obviously, but also such like marketing tools. I mean, maybe that would be great, but I can also see how, um, like for marketing reasons, crazy. people wouldn't want to do it. I wonder it. if that would even work though, because those guys are both just so good. Is there an, like? I mean, how PSG would you is stacked that? with. Um, I mean, That's granted, true. they're not stacked with like they're stacked with younger people too. So, like, especially up front, like, you know, Mbappe and Neymar are, uh, you know, Neymar's not young, but Mbappe is. Neymar's, like, you know, right. middle middle age for soccer, I guess. But um, still sort of on the younger side, I would say. Um, so maybe maybe it's easier there or something. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That would, that would be crazy. This, the idea of even watching them pass to each other seems ridiculous to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, yeah. I can, but who knows? Maybe that would be some of the most epic football ever. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, think the, I think they'll work well together. I think that's a good... I think I could see that being... And Di Maria, too, is there, too. And yep. uh, they also got... Um, Ramos. Yeah. And that Dutch they guy. Stacked, well, I don't know bro, how to say stacked. that guy's name. Vigilin or whatever, however you say that guy's name. Who? Oh, That uh, black oh, Dutch dude. I was, play, I was playing FIFA I never with my nephews yesterday, <laughs> and I used the Netherlands, and he plays for the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, when... when when y'all them? So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I think he's like wrong. a defender or defensive mid, maybe. I think so. Uh, yeah. He's good too. He, very talented he was a player. He, he played at Liverpool. Yeah, he was. He did pretty well in the uh, Euro Cup, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, even though they didn't go that far. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll be cool to see. I'm trying to, you know, since it's since this, uh, they did play a game PSG, and neither Neymar nor uh messy played which i found interesting. that's how stacked they are yeah. though, dude they played straus well they played strausberg i have no idea i don't know enough about the french league really but um yeah i, I mean i, I didn't PSG even see the game i watched the known highlights to be much better than all of these other especially now right <laughs> oh for sure i uh, wonder what kind of impact Messi's gonna have on the team yeah i don't know you know it's so weird to think of him as like like a leader somewhere else, like coming into a new team and still right. having that leader mentality. I don't know. It's so- is he going to be the captain? Probably not, right? I doubt it. I, d- I don't know, but I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, I, yeah. that's... And then you got Ramos. It's crazy. You have Real Madrid's former captain and Barcelona's former captain on the same team. Yeah, Ramos Ramos is an interesting one to me. I'm sure everyone's happy to be on Ramos's team because it means he's not going to be sly tackling them. <laughs> right, <laughs> egregiously. <laughs> oh, oh phew, man, for once for I'm not sure. nervous. I'm gonna be taken off the field on a stretcher. <laughs> I've got to say though, dude, I saw a picture. I should, I sh- I thought of sending it to you, and I should have. It was a picture of Messi and Ramos working out together 
in like the training room and like they were like i'm sure it was like a posed picture but like ramos had like his hand on messi's shoulder Mm -hmm. and they were both like smiling and i was just like what is this what am i seeing (laughs) that's why now imagine that with cristiano ronaldo that would be even more even more of a ridiculous sight to see (laughs) yeah and that's what I'm yeah, saying. Even like be. the idea of passing to them, passing them passing to each other makes no sense to me. <laughs> right. In a way, it kind of reminds me of like uh, Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal if they were to play doubles together. Yeah. Like it would just be weird to see because they're both just like they're like it's like Messi and Ronaldo. Like it's like those are the two at the top. Mm-hmm. And for a long time in tennis, it was Nadal and Federer. And like it's yeah, it would just be weird to see like two of the top players that are kind of viewed as kind of rivals almost yeah playing together yeah it seems like they do that stuff in like like the nba all the time but i bet but it, well speaking of that dude the lakers are gonna be stacked yeah, yeah they have no shame <laughs> yeah i mean the lakers are kind of like the yankees of the nba or or i hate to say it but kind of Bayern munich and well i would nah. say real madrid is probably a higher spender than I don't think I don't think clearly. I don't think Bayern is as bad. Um, (laughs) I think also because Bayern does at least also like stick within Germany a lot, you know. Right. But yeah, they do a lot of domestic. At least they are kind of within within their own area. But like, yeah, no, I I I think. Granted, it's kind of hard to do a comparison like that for American sports, I guess, because you don't really have like the you know the 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 national than the than the other international leagues that you can pull from really as much true that's true but um but yeah i'm I'm, i think i'm gonna where do you watch oh you have you just have tv i forgot because you live at home with old people so you have like cable (laughs) yep but because i was about to say where do you watch um soccer what channel does reddit soccer streams actually for a lot of the a lot yeah a lot of the stuff doesn't air here so you can just watch it on reddit uh, well, it's a link for yeah. Oh, soccer I see. Dude, I'm usually. following this right now. Re- is that that's I what see it's called? Taking his notes. Reddit. Red, just if you just Google Reddit soccer streams, you should find it. But but it's weird. The only thing that we really have on is occasion. I think they have the they have a contract with the Premier League, and then there used to be Bundesliga on Fox, but I haven't seen that in a long time now, which is a bummer because I would love to. You know, watch Bayern every weekend. Yeah. Online. Oh, they don't but do that anymore. A lot anymore? of times, I gotta stream it. I don't think so. I um, I, the the most easily accessible is it? So- I can't find the Reddit soccer streams is not what. Oh, it's not Reddit soccer streams. It's just soccer streams on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I typed in Reddit soccer streams. You should be able to find it that way. I didn't find it that way, but I also it did it all, as all one word. That might I'll do it later. I, I'll do it later. You okay. got me really excited. Um, <laughs> I, I do the one that's the most easily accessible for me is Premier League because that's on NBC Sports and that's easy to stream. I, and I'm pretty sure I remember. Um, I do remember Bundesliga, and I thought as well uh, the Italian league was on Fox, but um, I've, I'm trying. I'm, I think I'm going to get back into it. I'm turning into a sports person the older I get. I had to watch I go. watched IndyCar again yesterday, you know. Nice. I'm a real sports person now. <clears throat> Two sports, Formula 1 and IndyCar, I guess. There we go. All right, dude. Do you um do you have any uh you don't have any shout-outs for? Oh, you just yeah, you did. Your your yep. nephew. My my nephew. And I would say shout out to PSG more than uh Messi cuz I feel like PSG is the one that's winning more than Me- I mean they're both winning. Right. But um 
But the pressure's yeah, on now. It will be a crazy season. PSG has. When's the last time PSG won like the Champions League? I feel like they they sort they have they ever. I don't think they have. Have oh, they? Oh, really? Because I feel like they they always are are hopefuls, and then it always falls apart. <laughs> right. But um, I I just imagine that at some point they must have won, but maybe they haven't. I don't know. Yeah, they haven't won the Champions League. I don't think. Damn. Well, the pressure's on. Yep. Who else? I mean, yep. you know, you got every, you got everyone. Well, they had <laughs> they had Zlatan. That didn't work. They had Ronaldinho. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe maybe Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe can. I mean, I'm sure they'll still win the French league. I highly doubt that'll be any. The uh, they, oh they, yeah, they, yeah. they might even go almost undefeated in the French league. Maybe maybe that's too bold of a statement. Maybe, but, but I, I don't think who knows. I don't think that's. Their concern. I think. I think other other international cups are their concern because they've they've been dominating the French league without these uh, superstars that they that they just got. So, right. I th- even Hamburg SV won in 1983, and Paris can't win one. Come on, Marseille Marseille won one. Yeah, no, they have not won one. Oh wait. Yeah. So we'll. I oh, know they to were see. a runner up once. That's the best they did. Okay. Yeah, it's tough. I feel like the Champions League is a lot of luck too, kind of luck of the draw, and yeah, just you know. Also, if you if you have a bunch of injuries that season, yeah, that's that's cost Bayern quite a few. I think really good chances were injuries. Yeah, but that's what so. makes it exciting. Like that's how I feel about like the uh, like the Euro Cup too. It's like it's it's so much yeah. fun to see oh, like for sure. teams that you never like us as Americans that aren't deep deep into soccer you like Ukraine out there killing it or like uh or like Czech Republic killing it Switzerland too yeah it's like oh yeah it's like it's it, I, so I, I I that that what that's what makes it fun I'd say you know in, in Formula One it's the same team winning it every year for ten years it's like we get it <laughs> right you have more well, money than if everyone. Bayern if Bayern wins a Bundesliga this season. Uh, it'll be ten in a row. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That's yep, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see. Anyways, Jared, do you uh, happen to know what time it is by chance? Yeah, we're punctual once again. We always start the um, the uh, untranslatables uh, on the twenty seven after the hour. So perfect. Oh shit! As I was saying, that it turned to twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, the people don't know that, Jared. That's true. They're listening to this at their own time. But yes, it is time for some untranslatables, idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always translate on a one-to-one basis into English. And we are your tried and true untranslatable experts. And do you want to get us started today, Jared? Oh, wow. I never, I can never tell when you're going to, you almost never let me go first. So I always get thrown off. My first untranslatable is Lithuanian. You know some Lithuanian, don't you? <laughs> not really I not really think so. okay so you do know some <laughs> maybe uh maybe okay i don't know what that means it's a secret jerry oh, yeah right i forgot you love secrets um um kambinti macarono or macaronus hang pasta on the ears oh hang pasta well, on, on the ears. ears i should say okay is that like to pull somebody's leg, Jared? Play a trick, play a prank. You know, what, I'm going to give you that to you. Maybe we can Ooh. narrow it down a little bit more okay. specifically. I, I'm essentially. What does that mean, by the way? Oh, to play a trick. You just said it. I missed that mm-hmm. part. Um, 
I'm going to say you're close enough to, for me to give it to you. But okay, let's, let's to joke around with somebody. But I have maybe? another untranslatable that you, that they might also say in Lithuania that you okay. can say in place of maybe this will give you. Uh, you're on sort of on the right track with pulling someone's leg, but not as much. I don't think it's really a trick per se. Okay. Okay. So you could also say priburti, priburti, which means to cast a spell on someone, cast a spell on you. Oh, to cast a spell on someone. You casting a spell on me? You Once can't again, cast I any feel spells like, like on you, me. Like, are you like, are you joking? Like, are you are you trying to play me for a fool? Yeah, to lie. Oh, okay. So specifically, to lie. I think is to do lie. they both mean to lie? Yeah, like okay. someone's lying to you. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That is fair. So pulling your leg though, can mean to lie, but I, I think it's pulling the a leg is a little bit more of a like a f- fun, like, yeah, it's like you're jokey. messing with someone in a fun way. I would say right when right. lying yeah, is not, just it's not, not good. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, you're you're kind of right though. You're you're kind of right. Um, all right, well I'll, I will start us off today, Jared, with a German one, and I, I you I think you know this one, but we'll see. Uh, testing, testing your German skills out today. By the way, bit, you don't never premise it with you think I know it. Just let me get okay, it right or not. Because anyways, there's a great chance that I don't know it. That's true. That's true. Don't want to put any pressure on you either. Here we go. Da, uh, da kannst du Gift draufnehmen. I've heard it before. Uh, that's what I should have said. Because I, I figured you had heard this one before. Draufnehmen. What is that? What is that? Take on something? I don't know. Like uh, you can, like you can take poison on that. Oh, okay. And you can, would be I, the I literal you. translation. I, I got you. I was just I was going to translate. I was just asking what that word means. But you know that's cool. You could just do it. Right. What? Um. You can take that to the bank. Okay. And what? What does that? What does that mean, Jared? Uh, uh you can you can count on that. I promise you that. I'll, I'll give it to you. I would. I'll give it to you. Um, Thank you. That's very generous. I would, I would say it's a little. It's a little different, though. Like you're, you're on the right track. Um, I would say it's even more. You could, you could. I can guarantee. Say it even. I'll. I can guarantee that. If you really guarantee something, how would we say that? In do we have kind of a oh, I like see. a I see. untranslatable? I see. Oh shoot. If it's, if it's, if if I'm lying, you can kill me. I don't know what it is. I mean, I was I was thinking you could bet your life on. Ah, it, yes, but, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, okay. But you you still got it. I think you were you were you were definitely on the right. Just track imagine there. if you said that to someone. If I'm lying, you can kill me. Hey, relax. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, buddy. What's well, you, no one you thinks are right. You're lying. You do it. Okay. <laughs> exactly. But now I do. Okay, my next untranslatable is Tagalog, which is spoken in the Philippines. And it's nosebleed ako. Now I wonder if you could guess what the first mate word is. Uh, it probably means nosebleed. Yeah, I'm having a nosebleed. That's what, I'm having a nosebleed. It's not like you're super stressed. <laughs> no, no. You're having a nosebleed. No, it's the the DBZ fan in me, Jared. There. Uh, Master Roshi used to always get a little nosebleed when he would get. Oh, I see. A little, I see. Uh, yeah, Th- that's um, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, not like when yeah. he's yelling. Ah! No, no, and then there's no. This, no he, the, as the, he's yelling, a single. 
I never watched. Actually, Dragon no. Ball Z. So, so the I know funny thing a lot is, of yelling, so Matt, <laughs> yeah, there is that is true. It's weird though, Jared. I feel like in SpongeBob and in Dragon Ball Z, both shows I watched a lot as a kid had a lot of yelling. Oh my god, which gosh. is hilarious. Um, but uh, um, and explosions, anyways. random explosions. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, so, but anyways, with Master Roshi with the nosebleed, he would. It was actually more like when he would like see a really attractive lady, I think, and would get like a little little excited. Like, <laughs> I don't know why, but anyways, um, having it to have a nosebleed. Oh my god! Is it to be like uh, um, like have a bad time? Um, no, 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 no. I'll say this. Give me a clue. You're having a nosebleed with this untranslatable. To not be able to figure something out. Ooh, all right. To not understand something. <laughs> oh, you're having a nosebleed. Okay. Yeah. So because you're like you're thinking so hard, you get a nosebleed. Maybe I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. That that that's, could be it. That's fine. Or or it makes no sense. Sometimes that it could just be that too. Okay. That's the beauty of untranslatables, well, Chad. That is true. That is very true, Jared. I don't think we talk enough about the beauty of untranslatables. That's all I talk about uh, at dinner parties, and which is why I never go anywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that's fair. That is fair. Well, my last one for you today, Jared, is uh, Arabic, and it is Tamut el Rakasa Wastaha Belam, which means the dancer dies and her wind is still moving. Wow. That sounds like a poem. Maybe it is, Jared. Could you say that again? Uh, the dancer dies and her... Oh, sorry. And her waist is still moving. Nah, that, Not wind. Yeah, that sounds like a... The wind was more poetic. That sounds like a... Uh, there, it, that one's good, too, though. I could. St- I, that sounds more like... Now I'm going to not demote it, because I guess it's all poems, but it sounds more like a sound, a song lyric now. Right. When you, yeah, when the you dancer the, dies and her waist is still yeah, moving. Maybe Fall Out Boy or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a millennial reference Jared. i love it that's great fallout boy i don't know where that came from <laughs> oh my gosh that's hilarious uh the dancer dies and her waist is still moving um oh, that's i it sounds beautiful but i i can't i don't even know where to go with that um, so it's like die do what you, doing what you love. It's important to do do what you love in your in life. I, I think that when we when we look at this untranslatable, the dancer dies. That's more. It's more of a metaphor. Don't think so much about the dying. Mm-hmm. The dying isn't important. It's more of a metaphor. Usually, Jared, when when someone dies, should they be young or old? Old, I guess. Okay. And so it's a metaphor for old. I'll just give you that. But then the dancer. Oh, so is it like their waist is still moving? It's like they died, like, but they were they still had like a lot of life left and energy left. Once again, death just represents old. Oh. Or the dead dancer just represent well. Represents like I might be I might be old, but I'm still out here living life. I'm still having fun. I would say this one might have, could have a n- more negative connotation. Oh, jeez. I don't know. You just got to give it to me. This is too much. Old habits. Die hard. Uh, old habits die. never die as some people will never change is their, their translation. Okay. And we in the U.S. would say old habits die hard. I guess so. Never I've heard never that heard before. that one before. No. That's a untranslatable in the U.S. 
Well, see, look at that, Jared. Learning all sorts of new things today. Oh, it's a well, actually, Jared, I think it's a song by Mick what? Jagger, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Jared. Now I know where you're getting your sayings from. Fallout Boy and Mick Jagger. <laughs> uh, two, I, I did, I'm not going to lie. I did listen to Fallout Boy, but I've never listened to Mick Jagger. But do you have the move, moves like Jagger, Jared? Who's that, Maroon 5? Yeah, I did listen to Maroon 5 as well. Okay, well, there we go. Well, Jared, you want to talk a little bit about uh, being on time, being sure. not on time? Sure, Chad. Some places where it differs. Do you consider yourself a punctual person? I would say for the most part, yeah. Mm. I try, at least if it's, let me put it this way, if it's a, a work engagement or something that I really, it's really important to me, yes, I will show up on time. Yeah. Um, we Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I'd say I'm gen- I, I'm I'm a punctual. I wouldn't. Let's not use this podcast as an example of me being <laughs> punctual. But other than that, I generally consider myself to be a punctual person. I don't take pride in it, but I it, it does bother me sometimes if if I'm if I'm late for stuff. You know. Oh, me I'm not too. one of those and people I get that can stressed just, about it. I'm not one of those people that can just be like, "Listen, I'm late." What? Like, it's almost to, sometimes I feel like I have to like explain myself if I'm late, you know. And so, right. um, there are certain cultures and countries, Jared, where uh, you just don't have to do that. Yeah, maybe we need to learn from some of these people. Yeah, I mean, I've talked plenty of times about when I was in France, and and they would like if we, they had to be somewhere at like three thirty, they'd like start their their next cigarette at like three thirty two. And be, right. and be like, go in. We'll go in when we go in. Okay, the classroom's not going anywhere. <laughs> right. Right. I do. I do kind of like that level of chill. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is laid back vibes to the ultimate, Jared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not being a slave to the clock. You know, it's more. It's more just like a a loose sort of representation of 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 time rather than a strict guideline of time you know i I think those are sort of the two i guess paradigms are the word words i could use where it's like people that follow a very strict like like germany for example they 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 get personally offended if if you're late (laughs) they do however I will say this, Jared, if you are traveling, this happened to me a few times in Germany. If you're traveling, I had told my friends that I was going to meet up with, it would obviously be very different if it was like a job interview or or a work meeting, I guess. But like at least my German friends were understanding because I was taking public transit to get there mm. and there were delays. Mm-hmm. Like there was, of course, there was a traffic jam from Frankfurt to Cologne. And of course, there was an hour delay on my train. And I, and here's I the, think it's here's different thing, because Jared. you're younger too. But mm-hmm. I think generally That's they work with a more tr- getting like planning to get to places on time mentality, you know, even as the right. young people. But yeah, for sure. I get what you're saying. But yeah, it's it is really interesting though. You're right though. Um how just certain cultures like one culture that I, that I think they they do actually a pretty good job with like punctuality is in China, a lot of places they give you like a ten minute window, which I think is perfect. Yeah, because I like that. Sometimes you know you're you're, you know who knows you're <clears throat> you could be stuck in traffic for a couple minutes, or or maybe you need to grab a quick cup of coffee or something. You know there could be a lot of reasons why. I, I like that a lot. That's that's great. I've never that's yeah. And then so if you're within that ten minute window, you don't have to explain yourself. So right. I found this, I'm sure you saw it too, maybe you didn't, but I found this giant thing that explains like punctuality. 
I just want to go through some of them, and I want to ask you, Perfect. if you or us, I'm going to answer too. I want to ask us if we'd be okay with this sort of cultural acceptance of punctuality, how we'd feel about it if we were living in these cultures. Great minds think alike, Jared. I'm excited for this. Let's do it. South Korea, they put a lot of value in punctuality and view being late as a sign of disrespect. Uh, I kind of agree with that. I mean, I kind of agree with that, but I can't, I can't live like that. I feel like, because I don't think, I, I kind of agree with that in the sense too, but, but, I, I, but I, I don't feel like that's a great way to live. Always taking it maybe personally that someone's late yes. or thinking yes, that, that's a very that good they're point. late because they don't, which, I, you know, as I say this, I feel like I agree with what I'm saying, but I'm like, the idea of like, like, you can't always be like, they don't respect me or my time because they're late, you know, even so though here, here's might the feel thing. that way. <laughs> here's the thing, Jared. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. However, I think there's another variable that we need to mention as well, is if the person's late, do they let you know? Because yes. I don't know, part, part of me yes. is like, if you're going to be late... I'm the type of person where I will let you know. Mm -hmm. I just find it impolite if you're like, if you're 10 minutes late, you know, well, if you're 10 minutes late, I could use that 10 minutes and do something else. Yeah. So, you know, and you know, you know, let me know. You know, it's funny that you say that. I agree with you. If, if you have a reason, then it really doesn't bother me at all. But what bothers me even more is the people that show up late and have 6 million excuses. I hate that. I'm like, I'd rather you just not even give me the excuse <laughs> right. at that point. Um, it's like, so you just found out like 10 minutes before you got here that you were going to be late or something. I don't know. It's like, I, it's just, I, I hate that. I, I hate the people that right. I, I always have an excuse. Well, I think the other, the other thing that's worth mentioning, Jared, is if you and I were late to things regularly for our jobs, we wouldn't have jobs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, like, so, and, and in, Western culture in many countries in Western society, you know, time is, well, I shouldn't say that because there are a lot of South American countries, at least from what I've read. And my buddy in Chile, uh, he used to always say, you know, oh, yeah, just if I say I'm going to be there at one o'clock, expect me to be there maybe around 115, 120. Mm -hmm. um, that was just kind of, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a thing to take personal. It was, you know, it was just kind of. You go with the flow, well, then, and I guess in uh, okay, Spain then, then they I'd say, say that too. Then I would say, then I would just be like, "All right, let's meet at at twelve thirty or something." <laughs> I don't know, right? And then just show up at one. I don't know. I, I guess it's just like I don't understand that because it's like, right? Then just plan to get there at twelve forty-five, and then you'll get there at one. I just I don't I just don't understand that math. But maybe we think too much about time, Jared. And, I guess so. you know these people are really that, living life. Someone Jared. that would say that to me that would kind of bother me if they say if we say just expect and it's like okay, but right I, now I'm gonna be punctual at and get there at one fifteen. <laughs> right. And still wait right. for you for five minutes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Malaysia saying you will be five minutes late usually means an hour, and being late is an accepted norm. That does now require an apology. That would drive me crazy. Five minutes late, it, yeah. it could be an up to an hour. An hour. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would drive me crazy. So, so they're think, generally, think, five minutes is, is not even a, a, a unit of measurement. It's just I'm late, essentially. Right, right. I think if, if I lived in a country like that, what I would have to do, Jared, is I would have to have 
I would just have my laptop with me 24-7 <laughs> or like for sure have some snacks and some other stuff. Because if I'm just sitting somewhere or... or especially so you would still be on time just waiting for people all the time? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That's where or maybe I would just know. AirPods come in handy too. No kidding. <laughs> uh, no kidding. We already talked about China. I, I, I really like that. The, uh, the 10 minutes. If, ten within minute 10 minutes, window. you're not late. I like that. Uh, Japan. If a train arrives more than one minute after it's scheduled to, uh, it's considered late. Yeah, I've heard that before. I think that's a similar concept yeah. in Switzerland. Like their trains are ridiculously punctual. Um, right. But well, when you got the system figured out to a T, I guess you know. It's even. You know? I think it's even more surprising that they're so punctual when you see the pictures of people getting jammed in. It's like, how do you how do you time right. that? Right. <laughs> <How do> you... <laughs> yeah. <They're... laughs> They've got it all mathematically, like meticulously you worked out. Being it's crazy. Pushed in and not really know how many people you're gonna have to push in and still be within a minute of of your schedule and i know they like apologize like you know when they when they're late in japan i've heard some stories about like like the conductor like having this like long like heartfelt respectful apology (laughs) for being like one minute late yeah i'm gonna go home and whip myself (laughs) right and then from what i've heard in italy like you're lucky if the train's there period Near the, yeah, well, that and like around when you know, like if they say like it's going to be what at like eleven thirty, right, right, yeah, if it's going to be there at eleven thirty, might be there at like eleven forty-five, uh, okay. you know, like Jesus, it's just weird to me that in and maybe I shouldn't use the term weird, but it just I find it very different from our culture when like just time is a loose guideline in other cultures. Yeah, and I'm not trying to say it's better or worse; it's just very different types of lifestyles. Mm-hmm. You know what I just thought about for this train What's thing? That? I wonder if they generally not even when, um, not even when people are being shoved in because I don't think that happens just all day every day. I think that's just during like rush hour times. I wonder if the doors generally stay open longer than they might in in other public transportation setups, which makes it easier to to get the timing right for whether you're jamming people in. Or it's just a normal empty time. Oh, that's a just a that's thought a good process. Thought. If the doors are open for a minute instead of fifteen seconds, it's a lot easier to get everyone in in that time. Right. Just a thought. Yeah. Who knows? Mexico. It's not uncommon for people to turn up half an hour late for a scheduled meeting. How does any work get done? Right. How does that even? How long is a meeting scheduled for? Because you, you do missed other half work. The I guess I don't know. <laughs> how does, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do that. Well, I don't know. Well, I yeah, can't and then do if that. you had back-to-back meetings, right? Because I have a lot You're of just those. Showing yeah, up how late you... all day, get home at what ten o'clock at the that's ten o'clock at night. It's like, well, you know, right? The meetings <laughs> said they were going to end at ten, at six. Now here we are at midnight. Uh, Germany, thanks to its industrial past, in Germany you are expected to arrive at least ten minutes early for <laughs> any scheduled meeting. That's hilarious. It's not. It's only hilarious because I've been there before. Um, I didn't think it was. I, I would think, disagree yeah, I with I, that one. Yeah. I mean, I, I think maybe, I think maybe, yeah. I, I'd never experienced that, but I will say there is an expe- ex- expectation in any sort of business or school setting or whatever, um, or even to a certain extent, personal setting of a a pretty a pretty strong punctuality. I think they they do take punctuality seriously, and to be right. fair. They are talking about. Um, well, they say like, how often do you have you had like meetings in Germany, like at, through a job? 
Um, only only a couple when I was doing the study abroad thing. Right. So I don't think um, I don't think we have enough insight into like office culture true. in Germany to really That's true. refute yeah. that. Like in I our could personal see, lives, I, could see it, I, I guess, don't think but... we anyone's expected to show up ten minutes early. But I don't think either of us, even though we've both spent a lot of time in Germany, I don't think either of us have enough insight into like the business part aspect of 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 Germany. Right. So I'm, it could I, I be true. I don't know. I agree with you, but I did have one professor that worked in Germany for years, uh, and he said actually that in a lot of places in Germany, if you're too early, that's also considered kind of rude and disrespectful. So yeah, but a meeting. So I wonder if it's though, changed because a meeting. Right. You, who, who, who well, you, no, if you're too early for a meeting... Who is that disrespectful to? Or an appointment. Oh, I if, see. I'm thinking like if you're at an office and you're meeting with your coworkers, because then it's just going to be you standing outside of a, like a conference room like an idiot. Right. Unless unless you say it was a meeting with just one of your coworkers and you went to their office. Yeah. Like imagine you walked to your, your coworker's cubicle 10 minutes early. They might be like, um... Yeah. That's, you, that's a big you know. thing that they... They, I, one should learn in college for like an interview where it's like it's no, no one's impressed with you being early because it's like they have they're working you know they're the yeah. uh, the interview is only one you know meeting within their day so you showing up early is doing like showing up on like exactly on time or like two minutes early is a lot better than showing up like 10 15 minutes early no one's impressed oh, by for that. sure yeah, I wouldn't recommend that either. I mean, you're just going to be sitting yeah. there twiddling like, your yeah, thumbs. I'm, in, I'm doing other stuff. I can't just come yeah. show up. Wow, you're so Who early. You <laughs> might have another interview before you. Exactly. That might be you a little You see awkward. the other person walking out. Great job. No, you definitely. Oh, uh, hi. <laughs> you right. showed up early. Um, anyway, Nigeria. Uh, if a meeting is scheduled at 1 p.m., that means the meeting will start anytime between 1 and 2 p.m. Once again, how does any work get done? That makes no sense right. to me. <laughs> uh, Brazil, when making a social appointment, you are not required to be there on time unless the phrase English time is used, which means you have to be punctual. That's a great untranslatable. That is hilarious. English time. English time. Um, how does they... Uh, I feel like there's all sorts of phrases like that, though, Jared. Like, um, like I, I saw in one forum, like, uh, IST, Indian Standard Time, which meant, like, it would also be, like, an hour um, or so later. CPT? Uh, and then... What's that? You've you never heard of CPT? What's CPT? Oh, here we go. Teaching, teach. I, I almost, I almost don't want to teach you more about the black community, just because you're. I can Google it if you want. <laughs> no, I know what it is. It's colored people time, and it's a similar concept, saying that like black I've people never heard that saying, before. Uh, okay. Black people always show up a little late. You're on CP time. Okay. CPT, colored people time. Interesting. I've never heard that before. Yeah, okay. there's a new new term you could learn all sorts of I stuff. I wouldn't recommend you use that. Right. But I've used it before. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. Uh, I, you know, some I of my feel family like that's members like a f- are on CP time. Not my immediate family. Some of my extended okay. family is on CP time sometimes. Is that what is that like so so does somebody like uh would they like text text like one of the other family members and be like, oh well, you know, so-and-so is kind of on CP time, so they might not be... Yeah, yeah, that's how you'd say it. Someone's running on okay. CP time or something like that. You know, though, okay. blah, 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 always runs on CP time, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, so uh, they, don't, <laughs> they don't run on English time. They run on colored people time. Uh, English time's a great term. I love that. Um, yeah. Saudi Arabia, time is not such an important commodity in Saudi Arabia, with people frequently turning up 
half an hour late to meetings, looking looking at your watch during an event is also considered to be discourteous. Once again, I don't like the thirty minute late thing, but I do like the second part that looking at your watch during an event is also considered to be discourteous. Dude, I would be in so much trouble in Saudi Arabia because I'm I'm always like when I wear a watch, I'm usually looking at it quite a bit. Why? Um, why are you so concerned with I the time? I don't know why. You don't have anywhere to be. Because I got stuff to no, do, Jared. I may not have anywhere to be, Jared, but I got stuff to do. In Ghana, most meetings meeting times are are considered to be flexible, even if an exact time is given. It can very often mean uh, at any point during that day. Okay. What? In India, punctual. How how does how does that even work? Like yeah. I just. It's like how, then how does how do people get together? If you have a group of right. three people, I was gonna say six or ten, but. Three people, and you plan on meeting. What like there, what, there's like a twenty percent chance that the meeting even is going to happen, <laughs> right? Um, in India, punctuality is not seen as a virtue. Um, people appreciate it, but it may not be reciprocated. So bear this in mind when planning meetings. You said there is that's one Indian time or something like that. Yep, IST Indian Standard gotcha. Time. Uh, in Morocco, Moroccan time can mean being anything from an hour up to a day late for a personal meeting a a day (laughs) how does that even work bro i'll be at your house uh on sunday at 11 okay you knocking on your door monday (laughs) at three in the afternoon what's up dude i'm here (laughs) right i told you i was gonna show up exactly you're not prepared for me what do you what do you mean i told you i was gonna be here (laughs) yeah any any time for 48 hours after we said we're gonna do breakfast lunch dinner what's the difference uh you're it's all food (laughs) it's all food jared in kazakhstan there are many jokes about kazakh punctuality and it is even acceptable to turn up late to a wedding celebration that's fine okay Um, well what if you miss the ceremony yeah, the, I mean the the um the the what's the part after the ceremony? What do you call that? The part the reception. The reception's the fun part anyway. <laughs> That's true. Brad invited me to one of his cousin's weddings a couple of years ago, and I definitely showed up late and missed the whole reception and just showed up for the party. <laughs> nice. Definitely. Uh, there were definitely. Oh, you mean the ceremony and you just went to the reception? What did the I par- say? No, just a party, I guess. Yeah. No, sorry. I I, sk- I missed the ceremony and I was there for the reception. Yeah, I said it wrong. Gotcha. In Russia, gotcha. patience is considered a very important quality, uh, but punctuality is not. As a foreigner, you're expected to be on time, but do not expect the same or an apology from your Russian counterpart. See, there you go, Jared. See, you don't got to worry about apologizing but anymore. But they expect you to show up on time? You are foreigner. <laughs> you must respect respect time rules. See, that sounds like that's a, that sounds like something you would like. You always talk about testing people and stuff like that and tricking people. That sounds like you sounds like you would fit right in in Russia. Because that sounds like what they're doing. They're like, "You show up on time and I make you wait." And if you don't wait, I'm disrespected. I'm 20 minutes late, and you left after 15 minutes. I'm d- I that feel disrespected. Boris had long travel to come to you, so you need to make sure you wait uh, at least no 15 respect, minutes. No respect for my country. You can't even wait 15 minutes. Wow. Okay. All right. Although speaking of the 15 minutes, though, Jared, it's worth mentioning. You know, some folks call that kind of the aka academic the academic hour when things start so some people 
are cool with waiting 15 minutes. I would say 15 minutes, to be honest with you, Jared, is kind of my tipping point to some degree where I'm like, if I'm waiting longer than 15 minutes, it's like, yeah. nope, I'm doing something else. Yeah. I think we probably learned that from school. If um, Probably. If the teacher All the show things up that in, have conditioned us <laughs> in school, Jared. <laughs> if the teacher doesn't show up for 15 minutes, you have to go to the principal or whatever. Um, well, we never did. We would just sit there. Uh, on the rare occasion yep. that would happen, I'd be like, we're free for <laughs> <laughs> anarchy. Um, here's um, my declaration. Being late is not a personality trait. Yeah, that rhymed, and I planned it. Oh, there we go. Say it one more time for the people, Jared. Being late is not a personality trait. Uh, even though, like like your friend uh, who's like, listen, if I say 1 o'clock, it's going to be one fifteen. I hate that. I really do hate that. Uh, right. And, and, I, and I, I really don't understand these people that are just like, listen, I'm just, I'm late. What are you going to do about it? I, like, I, I don't know. Not be late. Right. Um, but yeah. With that being said, though, Jared, I think in certain circumstances and certain countries, it might just be more... That's true inevitable with the traffic and with everything else like i don't uh, even I think it's where... about the traffic though i think it's more just about what like a perceptions of time you know what that means well let me well let me put it this way though jared when i uh when i was going to visit my ex in beijing i knew exactly how long it took to go from the train station to her apartment and one night there was just so much traffic i was supposed to get in i was supposed to get to her apartment at eight I got there at 9.30 okay. because of how much traffic there was. So my point That's being is... That's one story that, about being late. What is that? But I think there are cultural. a lot of countries where it's more common to get stuck in those situations. Right. Like, I think we're we're kind of spoiled. Like, especially you and I, you know, we don't have... I mean, I have a bit of a longer commute to my job, but still, it's not terrible, I, you know? I hear you, but I don't understand what you're trying to say here because I, I, you're talking about about your you were talking about your buddy from chile who's just perpetually mm-hmm. is like listen i'm going to be late i was telling right. you about people from france who are standing outside and choosing to smoke another cigarette when they know that right. they're that everyone agreed to this time or whatever so I, these things have nothing to do to me with this idea of well listen they live in a cult they live in an area where they could always be late and you have to ex- accept that the that the traffic might cause this these are people mm-hmm. that are just like i'm not concerned oh i'm always late. i'm standing outside yeah. of where right. i'm supposed i'm 30 seconds away from where i'm supposed to be and i'm still going to be late and we're all going to be late that's what we've all right. agreed on i think that has nothing to do with what their city is like that's more about what their culture is like and maybe somewhere long ago or somewhere at some point that developed because like that sort of mentality maybe could have developed because of how their city was set up. I could see that, where it's like it got right. to a point where this is just how our culture accepts time. But I think it's gone past just infrastructure and on to, I'm just going to be late because I'm, I'm not fair. concerned about time. It has nothing to do with um, what the traffic is like. Right. Well, Jared, I do want to mention there is this idea of time. There's kind of two ways that like culturally... Um, different countries look at time so we have linear time which is more like what we are into which linear time is um you know you complete one task before another one thing at a time you know the focus and the deadline is to stick into that schedule whereas then you have flexible time which 
Um, you know, things are just looked at in more in a fluid way. Um, and what I have also noticed too, Jerry, is a lot of the countries that have more flexible time, it's actually more about like, like even in China, I saw this, and China is more on the flexible time schedule, mm -hmm. um, even though it's not nearly as extreme as other countries, I don't think. But the interesting thing is with a lot of these countries that's more on the flexible time, like when you when you start your meeting, a lot of it is like chit chatting, yes, and like talking about personal stuff because that personal relationship is super important. Whereas over here, because we're more on that lin linear time schedule, it's like I don't need to know that your your daughter sit you know, down and we get to it. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's like I need to know about your family and your hobbies. Like, let's just get our job done. You know, it's you know, yeah. it's interesting that you say that. That's exactly what I noticed in France when we, you know, when I talk about these people always being late, is there was a lot of that. And then even when we got back inside, like it still didn't feel like there was a rush to get going. And my boss now is um, is Italian, and it, Italian, Italian, <laughs> and. Um, it after working with them for a couple of years, it almost does feel kind of rude to to just like uh, just because I'm so used to like we you know we know each other or whatever. It does feel kind of rude to just especially when it's just him and I to go into a meeting and just go straight to the topic, you know. Right. And this is just kind of just with him to be honest with you. And I, I didn't even realize that until you just said that. Um, right. But I think it is this idea of like it goes back to their you know that idea of of the whatever you said about the time with your fancy words where it's like, you, uh, you know, you know, what's funny though, Jared, I noticed with my, with my coworkers, I don't know why this is, but generally with the, with my male coworkers, we kind of get straight to the issue usually, um, when we have like meetings. Mm. And then with a lot of my female coworkers, we do talk more about like what's going on in your life. Mm. How are you? Which I'm not saying one's better or worse. I just think it is an interesting, interesting. kind of view of things. Yeah. I, I, you know, and I wonder, if that has anything to do with why some countries are more linear time and some are more flexible time. Mm. How so? Like just, I guess just like if you have like a more patriarchal versus a matriarchal culture or society, if that would affect like the linear or more flexible time scheme, maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. I hear but, you, but I feel like most of these cultures we've talked about are probably patriarchal how many matriarchal societies are there really out there that's true um i know in africa there are some right okay um, well that's not what but, we were talking about but yeah no <laughs> um anyways i i did i did want to do this uh as well jared regarding linear and flexible time i was curious if you could guess mm. i'm yes, gonna I toss can. out some countries and see if you can kind of guess now this is on a spectrum though, so it's not like it's not like Saudi Arabia and like another country that would be in flexible time, which you know I figured you already knew that one um, have the same idea would be the of same punctuality, right. sure. So it is a spectrum, like China. So for all example. right, right, um, exactly, because China is also in the flexible time. But it's ten minutes. You um, got ten minutes. Right, exactly. Um, all right, Jared. So let me give you this one, and I'm curious if you'll. Um, uh, which which one you think this would fall? And actually, I'll give you uh, three options here: linear, um, flexible, and then also kind of in the middle of the spectrum. So, like, I guess that would just mean that you know there's a little bit more play, like maybe three, five minutes. It's linear. I know, got you're it. Okay. I got it. Right. Uh, all right. First one for you, Jared, uh, to take a guess on is Poland. I'd say they'd probably be le probably be leaning towards linear. Okay. 
I don't Now you say leaning towards. Yeah. So do you think they'd be like the very you have to get there right on time no. or you have to get there 10 minutes early or where do you think No, Poland I don't think they fall? have to get there. I don't think they're I don't think they have to, you have to get there early, but I think I think the window for how how late you can be is small. 5 minutes. I picture them very good because I, I very good. I don't know much about the Polish culture, but but I, you know, I I, I picture it leaning more towards the German culture, it's just a, okay. if you know, just in a broader global sense. And I know guess the German what culture, country so go, is right on the same wavelength as Poland in terms just of in uh, the world. Just guess yeah, a country, and they're, they're and they're they're close. They're nearby. Oh, they're near physically nearby. Yeah, I see. And you've been there. Oh, Czech Republic? Yes, sir. Which doesn't surprise mm. me. I do see a lot of... Uh, Czech Republic and Poland are very different, but I do think there are some cultural similarities, um, especially just with uh, even their language. Like, they're both Slavic languages. They were pretty... There are some cultural similarities. They were pretty yep, punctual um, in, in Czech Republic. I never really had to... Yeah, for the most part, but I think you do have like a three to five minute wiggle room. Like, I don't think, like, I had a couple of students come in late and it was never like a huge deal. Mm. Whereas, you know, when I say late, I mean like three, you know, I didn't have them come in late very often. Right. But it wasn't ever like a huge deal. Whereas, like, maybe in other countries, like in the US, I feel like teachers would make more of a big deal of it. Yeah. Oh, in the US, I, I remember at least always in school. If it, you you had the five minutes in between class, and if you were any later than that, people would generally not be happy. Yep, like there was and, no and wiggle I room know. really for my entire childhood. Yeah, same. And the crazy thing about that too is that if you're late a certain number of times, you might have to like go to detention, yeah. or do something like that. Yeah, um, you know, you get punished for being a couple minutes. But like that's late. what the five minutes is for. Right. Ex- exactly. Somehow yeah, it's never you know, enough. Five minutes is. It's totally enough time, Joe, to go to your locker, <laughs> go to the bathroom. Especially at Dexter High School, your behemoth of a school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There were if you if you had classes from one one end to the other, you had to. You, it was like those Olympic speedwalkers. <laughs> yeah, you need you know, some your hips were moving. Ski poles. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. That's why Heelys were so popular at my high school, Jared. Really? You just Are you serious? No, oh. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Heelys. I mean, there were a couple of kids that had Heelys. I feel like Heelys seem like something in our era that would actually get made fun of. Oh, for sure. Oh, people clown because, on those kids all the time. Are you because kidding? Because we also were the era that uh, of the wheelie backpacks being super popular and also super made yeah. fun of. <laughs> yeah. There was this one sixth grade. I saw a girl. Oh, this is so bad. This girl had a wheelie backpack with LED lights in the wheels. And I saw nice. like an eighth grader kick it and one of the wheels came off, bro. And it was so oh, sad. No. I was like, oh, jeez. Oh, no. I had a wheelie That's backpack, a too, and that shit stayed on my back after I saw that happen. I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want your wheel getting lost, Jerry. That's for sure. I'm not getting clowned oh, like that. <laughs> well, dude, even even the, like, we had some heavy books in high school, too, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I see I see why why they, uh, yeah. But anyways, let's, let's get back to some of these countries, Jared. Um, Turkey. Where do you think Turkey falls? Linear, flexible, in the middle? I'd say um, more towards flexible. Good work, yeah. I have no idea what the time frame would be in Turkey, but it's on par. So this is the thing that confuses me, though, Jared. Mexico is in front of China, but I would argue that I think... As more linear than China? Yeah, which I would argue I think China might be more linear. We read earlier, it seems like China... I mean, 
having like a 10 minute window versus like anywhere in 30 minutes you can show up, which is what they said for Mexico. But all right. Yeah. Th- I think 30 minutes in China, people would not be happy with you. Yeah. I, at least, you know, as my. Do you think. That would be my Do you consider yeah? us here in the U.S. to be a, a very linear? Because, you know, we talked about in, in, in school. Um, I'm trying to think of. I would say yes. I guess it's U.S. is very, very. I guess I'd agree with that because even for now at work, like people sometimes will show up like a minute or two late for meetings and like be like, "Sorry, I'm late." I'm like, "We barely even started." (laughs) It's like I feel I I feel like as far as meetings for me now, I'd probably apologize too. But I feel like in my like you don't really have to apologize unless you're like more than four minutes late then maybe it's like all right especially now that we're all sitting here in front of computers um i'd probably even have like a five minute five minute like not really care if we were in person because it's like who knows where you're coming from exactly yeah it's i don't know and it does boggle my mind i i really want to visit some of these countries jared where they're more on flexible time yeah mexico and yeah i have i have some coworkers that uh from mexico i need to ask them about this because um, please do because <laughs> do some research for the pod because I'm very curious about the idea of showing up 30 minutes late to a meeting. I wish I had friends from Ghana. It's like, hey, how do you show up in a, a, a day late? Or was it Morocco? I don't remember which one. It was Morocco. Show up I think, a day yeah. late yeah. for a, a gathering. <laughs> right. Oh, now, I think Jared, Ghana was like you... any time within that day you could show up right. for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just show up at five o'clock while, while we're about to eat dinner. You know, hey, buddy, time for a meeting. Yeah. It's like, uh, we said 11. This is the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Five o'clock, 11. You know, it's, it's fine. Totally fine. Yeah. Now, Jared, which Asian country, though, do you think is very linear? Well, because I read a list of uh, very linear countries, I know that Japan and Korea are both, South Korea very are good. both very yep. linear countries, very good. especially with yep. their Japanese public transportation over there. Now, you know what's interesting, though, Jared, speaking of linear countries, the U.S. on this, at least on this list um, here or on this graph I'm looking at, the U.S. is actually more linear than the U.K., which I find interesting. Okay. But I guess I could kind of see I mean, it maybe. The UK is still Europe, you know? Right. Like, uh, well, not anymore, I guess. Are they still? I don't know. How does it that's, work with that's Brexit? That's right. The Brexit, no, I guess they're bro, still they're, Europe. Yeah. They're not the EU. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I generally consider Europe in general to be a more chill place than the US. Um, right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Because they're not chill. I don't consider them to be chill generally speaking but i would say more than the u.s um and so yeah that doesn't surprise me that doesn't surprise me yeah but i would still let me still picture the uk as a as a punctual place they're like to be all proper stuff yeah you know what's funny though jared is france is actually kind of the link between linear time and flexible time Mm. which i like and then and then as the graph progresses then you get more into spain and italy and then mexico now i do want to ask you jared which country that you visited uh, is at the end of kind of flexible time? Some of the most flexible places. Yeah. I mean, France is up there. Definitely um, Spain. I, yep. I've been to, I've been to, uh, I was a kid, but I've been to Barcelona. And I just remember like. You did 930 at night. Is that actually a thing? Oh, 100%. 100%. We, I mean, a couple of times we got there, like eight you know and it's kind of weird it's definitely a thing right 
just empty. People are like, ah, uh, who who are who are these people? But, are the, they but here? I guess that's not even about being late or not. But I think even the idea. But I but I'd still I still feel like that's not really about being late. Late is eating eating late's not really about being late. But I still do feel like I I like I remember it was real chill. I don't you know I've been to Morocco, but I didn't I don't didn't really. Do I don't really remember. I was maybe, didn't have anyone come by the next day and say, "Hey, I'm here for my meeting." <laughs> That's funny because we did have like a like a driver guy. It was just a you know like a taxi driver that we rented for a couple days or whatever, and he definitely showed up on time. <laughs> he was never like, "Yeah, all right, I'll be there at eight in the morning," and then showed up the next day. Well, he's, he wants to make that of money, course, Jared. of course. But um, so I don't I don't can't really speak to that. I would say Which France. one though, I do you think France. is the most flexible? I gotta say France. Nope. Oh, I gotta tell I you, you're telling you're me wrong. the most that I experienced. I thought you were asking about me personally. No, this is one. This is one that you visited. Oh, that I visited. Pretty sure you visited, oh, didn't you? Okay, I see. I mean, I have been to Tanzania. Is is, is that it? There we go. They're the most well, flexible. Uh, I I read Tanzania, Kenya as well, which you haven't been to Kenya though, right? No, in Africa, I've only been to Morocco, Tanzania, and South Africa. Okay, South Africa was also pretty high up there. Um, yeah, I don't remember. But those. yeah, I don't know, man. It's just it is very interesting that I think the way different cultures view time and being late or on time or even what's considered right. on time what late is means. really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it really, really I, is. But I'm kind of good yeah. with. I'm honestly kind of good with the with the U.S. Uh, linearity. It makes sense to me. It's easy. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. I'm not bothered by it. Although. Although I I do as I mentioned before I do get a little stressed like if I'm going to be late I do wish I had more of like a well I'm going to be late no reason to stress you know that's like that's how I think but I you should, should react stress, but because you're going to be late should you <laughs> I mean I guess it depends on what you're going to be late for I don't I certain things I don't stress about being late for for sure like if I'm meeting someone at at like a bar I'll give myself a ten ten minute window I don't really care right um right. If I'm, if I'm, but like, uh, but like if I'm, if I'm like, if, if we're like going to like, say a, a concert or something and we agree to meet in front of the concert place at a certain time, I'd probably get there at exa- exactly at that time if I could. So it, it just depends on the thing, you know, but I think generally speaking, so I don't, I don't want to make it seem like every time I'm going out, uh, like I, and I'm, I'm extremely concerned about timing. But I would say in well, those you, moments where it matters, like meetings or something like that, then I am sure. Well, you bring up a, a perfect point, though, too, Jared, uh, which is the idea of being fashionably late. Yes. Right. Yes. So there are certain certain occasions or events where, yeah, it's cool to come in 5, 10, 15, 20, maybe even an hour late. Mm-hmm. You know, like some parties, like if I know a party is going to be going from like 9 to midnight, I might get there at 10. Sure. You know? No reason to have to get there right, right when the doors open. Sure. When my when my family was here a couple of months ago, that we we went to like a dinner at, at a family friend's house. I didn't I didn't even know these people. I just they apparently they're my parents' friends for a long time, but I didn't recognize them. Um, but anyway, um, my my sister my my parents were staying somewhere else, and my sister and her husband were, were with me. And my sister was like, "Mom and Dad said we have to get there at seven thirty, so I'm thinking we need to like we should probably leave at like at like seven twenty because we're like what ten minutes away." And I'm like, "I'm like, what are you talking about?" I'm like, "I'm like, no." I was like, 
there's no way I'm getting there exactly on time. I was like, I barely know these people. Uh, and I'm like, first of all, we're not showing up first before mom and dad at this thing. I was like, this is a dinner party. And I was like, what if you were throwing a dinner party at your house, which you've done before, and someone showed up right on time? She's like, oh, I'd be kind of annoyed. And I'm like, yeah, so we're not doing it. And then it turns out we waited. And I'm like, we're at least showing up like 15 minutes. And I only said 15 because she was, so, honestly, I would have said like 30 minutes late. But um, right. And then my mom texted us and she's like, hey, we're, your dad and I are going to be like 20 minutes late. And I looked at my sister. I'm like, and what if we had shown up right on time with these people we don't even know just sitting in their backyard? Oh, my God, that would have been terrible. So um, right. I'm like, this is why. My, see, our parents are showing up late. You got to show up late. That's what you do. Fashionably late. I wonder if that's a thing everywhere. Like in Germany, are they showing up to dinner parties right on time? I don't know. I've never been to a dinner party. In I don't Germany. know. That's a good As question. I, I don't think so. I mean, I've had, I've been in social gatherings over there and it's like there's a window, you right. know? I wonder if their windows, as a punctual <laughs> group, I wonder if their windows are smaller. So like, you know, for us, maybe it's a good be, question. Or for someone in, in Spain, maybe it's normal to show up two hours late. But if you're in Germany... It's like, I'll show up 40, 30 to 45 minutes late, two hours. That's ridiculous. You know? Who knows? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, excuse me. These allergies, yeah, man. Get, We've had the windows open. Get yourself open a here, Zyrtec. I, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Untranslatable. Sponsored by Zyrtec. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it's, I, I wonder that too. When I was in Germany, I usually would show up about 20 to 30 minutes after usually like the sometimes an hour also depending if we were pre-gaming or doing something beforehand right. which doesn't seem um, which honestly as far as being fashionably late it's not that crazy i w- i would say in some in some of these other f- more flexible countries that'd be i don't think that's I, I think that's on time what you just right. said well especially what if you show up 20 minutes late and nobody shows up till an hour later there's nothing you know, worse than like, being well, the first person at a party and you're not best friends with the person hosting it that's the only way you could show up that's true you could be the first one there is that if that's your best friend <laughs> right or, or a pretty yeah, pretty good friend you can't be yeah. the first one there unless you're trying to get riggedy riggedy wrecked and then you just get there early and start drinking now that no you're supposed to pre-game like that's what the classy people do you get riggedy riggedy that's wrecked true. in your own time and show up and have a couple drinks like a classy person that's fair and just, i mean that's just usually what we would do just ride out that that uh early riggedy riggedy wreck which apparently uh, uh, yeah but yeah i was gonna say i've never that's never made my goal but that's a lie that definitely has been my goal before what am i talking about <laughs> not recently thankfully <laughs> right well that's that's called becoming an adult jared but uh yeah dude i mean i think uh it's really important though for people to be aware of uh you know just different time frames you know you got that, those linear time countries like the u.s netherlands germany uh, then you got slightly more flexibility with uh, uh, with France, and then even more flexibility with countries like Saudi Arabia, Kenya, yeah, Ghana, um, Turkey as like well. Tomorrow, Ghana, maybe exactly, <laughs> exactly. See, see, yeah, that would be funny. Like um, schedule a meeting, and be like, all right, see you tomorrow. It's like, oh, oh, that that is not what I meant, but I guess I got. You know, I was just thinking about like these uh, these cultures that are super super late. I wonder if I think that also works. Maybe if you're in like smaller areas, so like like that, like being like a the idea of like being a day late might work if you're like in like a village or if you're like right. if you like 
see people every day regardless because you walk by them or drive by them or whatever and it's like right like for me i could not see my if i really tried i could not see my neighbors for days you know um mm-hmm. but i wonder maybe the in these cultures where, where it's super late i bet you these cultures are also a lot just generally a lot closer cultures than we have like here in the u.s where it's like these people I we work with, it's like I work with these people, but I know nothing about them or care nothing about them. Generally speaking, I think this idea of being freakishly late works a lot better in these in cultures that live in a lot closer proximity and have a lot more of like a communal culture. Then I could see how that works. That makes sense. Where it's like these people are have a lot more of a family feeling together than just someone you work with or someone you happen to right. live next to. It's like you know I I get. Uh, I get something from this person. I give them something or, or I see them every day because I don't know, our kids are, I don't know. I don't know. You know, just ideas, just thinking maybe that, maybe then I could see it working a lot better. No, I, I see that too. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Plus, plus, you know, I think if you have that more close knit type of thing, if it's not all just about work, right. It's like family. Then it's kind of, you know? right, right. It's a community. Like you said, you know, whereas if it's just about work, I'm like, hey, dude, we needed to get this thing done yesterday, and you didn't show up, and that or impeded even my friends. work. Like, like, like the idea of that is so impractical for me, who lives 40 minutes away from you. But if I were right. to like walk by your house every day, then it, the the idea of me being like, maybe I'll show up tomorrow, maybe I'll show up the day after, it's like, what? Right. Hey, it doesn't really make a difference because I'll. It doesn't make a yeah. huge difference. Yeah, that makes sense so, for sure. That's a good thought, man. Thank you, that Chad. Is a good thought. Thank you. I think I think we can end it on that today, Jared. So, uh, so yeah. So let us know what your thoughts are on flexible linear time and uh, being late and being punctual. What that means to you at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into those DMs on Twitter, untranslatable one, the number one. Also check us out on Instagram and YouTube, untranslatable podcast. And please, five star reviews on iTunes. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. Almost was going to add another another goodbye in another language to that <laughs> yeah, one. When you did trip me up at the end, I was like, "Is that always how the ending goes?" I don't even know. Um, oh, dude, I'm 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 like on an active. I, I feel like I'm I'm like on an active mission to be in shape for soccer. I found myself. I'm I'm getting back into the habit of running. I went for a run this morning, first thing in the morning. Oh, nice! And I'm like, what the nice. hell am I doing? Um, I never do this. I mean, first thing in the morning. I woke, I, I, you know, when I woke up. It's not like I woke up early. But um, now that I'm playing, I'm like, I, I can't embarrass myself. I can't do it. I think, I, I think, you know, now that I got a couple games in me, like that, that I, I feel like I'm reawakening, like this competitive. Uh, the beast. The beast. The a beast little, is I, I really awoken. feel like it has been a little bit. There and we I'm, go. And dude. I'm like, well, since I'm doing this, I gotta like be better than everyone. Let the beast run free. <laughs> Pretty soon, like a year from now, you're gonna have like soccer tats, like a sleeve. I'm gonna have like I, I'm gonna have like my shorts up, like they do in soccer, and have just like those yep. sculpture legs. <laughs> yep. Yep. But I, like, you're gonna see the separation between <laughs> your quads and stuff for sure, dude. Jared, why do you only wear your shorts with the legs rolled up all the way to your hip? Well, well these are pieces why of art. Why do they clearly. do that, by the way? Do they? Does it make it easier to kick or something? What's tan? 
Well, is, oh, is that what it is? Uh, in, in, in training, I think it's just getting oh, nice so they don't have like some sort of. But maybe it helps with mobility. I don't know. <laughs> that, that would be the only other thing I could think of is maybe it helps with mobility. I just thought they like to or just show off, show off their legs, legs to all the other men. That's right. Hey, look at my strong legs. Well, that, dude, it's so funny. That's it's the same.